Are you a community leader who's looking to really build your community through the power of email? It's the first chance you have to get in front of the right people and you should make the most of it. So many community leaders take the template approach and you've lost your community before they've even found you. How about crafting the perfect welcome series instead? You can grab my guide, Crafting the Perfect Welcome Series at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Discover the tips and tactics I use to help my clients get up to an 80% open rate. When people open those first few emails, they're more likely to continue opening your messages, engaging, and buying from you. Build your community the right way with a welcome series that converts. Grab your copy at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I am your host, conversion copywriter and marketing strategist, Kimberly Whitecamp. And today's episode is another Ask Me Anything episode. In these episodes, I cover really sought-after topics, things I see in the wild, or if you have a particular question about your marketing, your business, or building your dream that you'd like answered, go ahead and send that over to me. So I'm going to be addressing a common question that I get among both clients and just people in general in the entrepreneurial world. I host these Ask Me Anything episodes about once a month. So if you want your questions answered or featured on a future episode of the Audience Converter podcast, reach out at contact at theaudienceconverter.com. And as always, that email address will be in the show notes. Remember to put AMA question in the subject line. Give me your name, your business website, and your question. If I choose your question, I'll give you a shout out on the show and include your link in the show notes, which will give you a little bit of an SEO boost. So today we're going to go on to the question. So something that I get asked a lot by different people is, how do you actually get your marketing done? And that's a really big really loaded question, right? It's very broad. It's very generalized, but it, it speaks to a particular concern that a lot of entrepreneurs have, which is, you know, how do I find the time to get my marketing done? It seems that marketing is going to take a, a huge chunk of time. It seems like it takes a lot of energy, a lot of resources. How is it that you can actually get anything accomplished or get anything finished? Because especially if you know, you look at these quote unquote, fill in the blanks. It's as easy as you're only one blank away. And they all imply that as long as you have just that one thing that you are able to make work perfectly for you, then everything is going to fall into place. And here's, here's the problem with that approach. Most of the time, those one things, whether that's one social media channel, one funnel, one ebook, one book, one whatever it is, it takes a lot of preparation. It takes a lot of trial and error. So yes, while maybe if you get that one funnel that works fantastically and only needs to be tweaked every three to six months and it, it, it brings in the right kind of people, oftentimes, that process, it's not just about building it. It's about testing it. 
It's about constantly testing it. It's about A-B testing. It's about knowing your audience. It's about really diving in and making sure that your offering and your approach and your language and your messaging, all of it uh, changes as your audience changes and as your audience matures. So while yes, in simple terms, you are only one blank away, most of the time what you don't see is that it took three years to get there or it took three months to get there, or it took a really long time. And that, because, you know, that's not what people want to hear. They want to hear there's a magic button to push that suddenly will make their marketing easy. And that's just not the case. So I'm going to bust a couple of bubbles here, but I am going to share with you how you can make sure to get your marketing done. So the first thing to remember is that marketing is a huge key important aspect of your business. Okay. If you are not marketing, you don't have a business. Now for some people, marketing might just be, they have this huge referral network. They've been able to build it up over 20 years and they get a steady trickle of people in. However, when you take that approach, it is a form of marketing. However, you are not actively deciding if you're going to be increasing, decreasing, or increasing the value of your audience. So not my biggest and most recommended approach. But let's take a step back, right? A lot of people worry about making sure to get their marketing done, their marketing in place. They're like, ah, it's just so much work. I don't know where to start. And really feeling like you don't have the time to get your marketing done isn't a question of, well, do I have the time? It's more a question of, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. I'm not really understanding how it is that other people manage to do this. So what we're going to start with is, you know, where do you start? So what I want to talk about briefly is the audience conversion method. The audience conversion method, you guessed it, is it's the strategy that I use to create marketing strategies and marketing campaigns for all of my clients. And it comes from this very problem. It comes from the idea that a lot of my clients had that they didn't have the time to get their marketing in place. And it wasn't that they didn't have the time. It's that they didn't have a plan in place. They didn't have a strategy. They didn't know what they were going to be doing on any certain day. They didn't know how to put that kind of information in place. They weren't sure what they should be covering. They were choosing random topics to cover in their marketing. That wasn't something their audience was particularly looking for. There were all kinds of different things. So I created the audience conversion method to make it more understandable and to realize and help people realize that you can get your marketing done in about an hour a week. Now, I always recommend a little bit more time than an hour, but if all you have is an hour, then absolutely you can accomplish this in one hour a week. Now, it might take a little bit. And if you take the one hour a week approach, you will actually not be launching, quote unquote, your marketing strategy, or you won't start to use your marketing strategy until you build up a bit of a library. But that's that's jumping a little bit ahead. So let me just break down the audience conversion method really fast. There are five parts to the audience conversion method, and each part builds on each other. So while there are five distinct areas, it's actually a build, right? Each different area builds on the area before it. So it's really a step-by-step plan. So there are five parts, and those are audience, ask, audit, answer, and action. 
Now, it may seem really simple, but of course, like most things, there's a little bit more underneath the surface to cover. And I'm not going to dive in too deep to all of these sections today because that would be like the basis of my business. It's hours and hours and hours. And in fact, I teach a course on how to use the audience conversion method, what the audience conversion method is, and how to plan out your next 12 months of marketing strategy in only 30 days. So, what we're going to do, and if you are interested, in joining the next class of the Audience Conversion Method Live, just send me a quick email at contact at theaudienceconverter.com and I'll answer any questions you may have. Of course, as always, if you do have particular questions and you just want them answered on the podcast, please do send in your questions for these AMA episodes. And if you're interested in learning more about the audience conversion method and and how it works, send me a quick message. Let me know you came from the podcast and I will be happy to answer those. But diving on in. So the audience conversion method, it has those five parts. And the missing key that most people miss or skip or kind of gloss over when talking about marketing and how to make sure it gets done is knowing exactly what you need to do. And the only way you're going to know what you need to do to bring in the right kind of people is if you sit down and determine who are your ideal clients? Who is it that you actually want to be working with? Who is it that you can best serve? Who is it that is going to be the person who gets the most value out of what you do? And notice I kept asking, who is it? As in a single person, as in one person, not, oh, I serve women over the age of 40 who are looking to lose weight. That's incredibly broad. So broad, in fact, you might as well say that you serve everybody. Because for the most part, especially in our society, a good portion of women over 40 are looking for a method to lose weight. There might be different reasons behind it, but that's an incredibly broad category. So, what you want to do is you want to narrow it down to three individual audience members. And it's not just saying, oh, well, then I serve 25 to 35-year-olds. Again, that's a huge, huge gap. What you need to determine is your exact audience members, and then you can move on to the next step, which is ask. So brief overview again, ask the next part of the audience conversion method. Step number two is to determine what those audience members are asking. So this is why, of course, you need those particular audience members because you have to know who those people are. You have to know those distinct individuals to determine what are their top questions because in order to find their top questions, you're going to talk to them. You're going to find where they hang out. You're going to listen to what they have to say. And then you're going to move on to step number three, which is audit. Once you've gathered all of those asks, Once you've gathered all of those questions that people are asking, step three is audit. Now, audit's a scary word for a lot of people, but basically it just means go look at the different places where people can find you, where people interact with you, where people have their first contact, if you will, with your brand or with your business and determine, is it easy? Is it hard for those asks to be addressed? And then the next part is answer, which of course means you're going to gather all of those asks that did not appear in your audit or that were difficult to find in your audit. And you're going to choose the most important ones and you're going to answer them. And then step number five, which is where we're going to be talking about a couple of tactics today. Step number five is action. Action is to create a plan, create a strategy, and of course, to actually do it. So I said earlier that you can actually get your marketing done in an hour a week. Now, 
that is a very short period of time. It's not very long for a lot of people, but it is possible because of what we're going to talk about. So I find it very ironic. What I have found is that many people take what I call a logistics first approach to marketing. So instead of defining their audience and defining what they're searching for first, instead they say, I heard that uh, Facebook Live is the best method to grow my business. So I'm going to go live every day, Monday through Friday on Facebook so I can grow my business. That's what I call logistics first marketing because you've determined your method. You've determined the logistics. Okay, five times a week. I know what channel I'm using. I'm done. But you haven't determined what you're talking about, where you want to lead people next, who you're talking to, all of those kinds of things. And that's where the strategy comes into place. So what I'm going to talk about a little bit today is, you know, how can you get all of your marketing done? Well, the most important thing, of course, is to have a strategy in place, to know what you're talking about, to know how you're going to do it, and to know about how much time it's going to take. And there are a couple of different ways that you're going to figure that out. And, you know, this is what I use in my own business. These are the the tactics and the tips and the tricks that I have used to become incredibly productive when it comes to marketing, because I don't only create marketing campaigns and materials for other people. I do it for myself. In fact, uh, one uh, very busy month earlier this year, I created no less than three full marketing campaigns in about three weeks. And that was a huge undertaking. It's not recommended. Don't try that at home. But it is possible if you have these types of strategies in place. You know, I had three separate ideas, three very distinct campaigns, three different audience types, and I created all of those over the course of three weeks. Now, they were overlapping, of course, a little bit. But when I say a full campaign, I'm not just talking, oh, I went live on Facebook five times a week and that was it. I was done. Because there's always many moving pieces to your marketing. So when I say full campaigns, I mean creating the videos, creating the webinar, recording the webinar, presenting the webinar, creating the presentation, creating the lead magnets, creating the landing pages the lead magnets were on, creating the landing pages for signing up for the webinar, creating the sales page, creating the emails that was going to support everything. If you're interested, I have a very long long list of what it takes to launch. It's called the Ultimate Launch Checklist, and it's about four pages. There's a lot of moving parts to a huge launch campaign, but your normal marketing doesn't have to be that big. It doesn't have to be that complicated, and you can get it done in about an hour a week. So the first skill that I've really honed is making sure that I'm spending my time where I need to be spending my time. And so, for example... If you're going to be creating a a huge piece of marketing for bringing in the right kind of people, such as you're going to create a video, or you're going to create a blog post, or you're going to create a podcast, what part of that do you need to create? And then what part of that can you hand off to somebody else? So for example, I used to do all of the posting of my own content myself. I'd go into my CMS, that's your content management system, so like WordPress or Wix or Squarespace or, or, or Medium, if that's where you're putting your content. I would create the new post. I would uh, upload the content to the new post. I would create images for the new post. I would add the images to the new post. I would schedule the new post. 
And while most of those tasks may seem like they don't take very long, it would take about 15 minutes each time I needed to upload content to put that kind of information into my website. Not to mention creating everything to support that piece of marketing. So while it takes all of the time to create the marketing and a real high quality blog post that's well researched, that's uh, SEO optimized, that's got all the right keywords that you make sure is on the right topic, a great blog post, especially now that they're getting longer, can easily take five to seven to 10 hours of research and writing and editing and all that kind of stuff. And then you also have to add in the time, of course, to do the actual posting. So. Part number one, of course, is to make sure that you're spending your time where you need to be spending your time. If it's marketing that requires you, your actual presence, then yes, absolutely, you need to do that. But there are so many different parts to your marketing and those individual tasks that you might be able to hand off to a VA, to somebody else in your company who who does that kind of thing on the regular basis. Maybe it's not something you actually need to do, or you can hand it off to a software tool. For example, every time a new episode of a podcast comes out, I have a tool. It's called Missing Letter. The link will be in the show notes. And of course, that is a referral link, but I absolutely love Missing Letter. And that is why I recommend it to basically everyone I know. But Missing Letter takes all of that planning time out for me about promoting the big pieces of content like my podcast. So it automatically creates a 12-month social media marketing campaign for me based off of any time a new episode posts to my website. So when I say it automatically generates it, I mean 10 minutes after a new episode goes live, I get an email from my software solution, Missing Letter, which says, hey, your social media campaign is ready. Now, some people can set that up to where it then posts automatically. I've created it. I've set it up to go to the different individual social media networks that I want. And it actually posts everything for you. I like to approve things. I like to add a little bit more of copywriter magic to the content that's created. But it's a really fast, easy, and simple tool to use to get all of that posting done. So 10 minutes, it takes about five clicks and maybe two minutes to review everything. So two minutes versus creating all of those social media campaign material, deciding what images to use, deciding what quotes to use, deciding when and where I should post it, then going into each individual social platform and posting all of those. Those are options, of course, but that would take 20, 30, 40 minutes or more. Two minutes, I'm done, it's finished, and it's scheduled for the next year for every single new episode I create. So that's part number one. What can you hand off when it comes to your marketing that doesn't require your actual personal touch? The next part on how you can actually get your marketing done is what I like to call focus. Focus is so important. And it's really easy for us to say, oh, well, I'll get to my marketing when I get to my marketing. We don't have all of our attention focused on what we need to be doing. And instead we're thinking about, oh, well, after I do this, I have to do something else. Or or maybe I need to go contact the banker. Maybe I need to go and pick up some groceries. So it is a little bit of uh, practice to train your mind to focus. However, it's really important and it is actually what we're trained to do, if you will. Think back, right? It's always been much easier to focus on one thing at a time. 
But in our really busy world with Facebook and notifications and Slack and constant ringing of the phone and constant marketing and advertising everywhere and this idea that you always need to be hustle, hustle, hustle in order to make a living, we've gotten it into our head that multitasking is the way forward. Multitasking is the way to get more things done. But in reality, multitasking is the death of productivity. Multitasking is actually what slows our minds down and what slows us down. And we're not very efficient when we are multitasking. Now, some of you may think, oh yeah, of course, you know, I I spend like that one time, one task thing. Yeah, I, I sit down to create something and that's all I'm focusing on. But then if you have other things open in the background, like your email, like social media, like other research sites that aren't related to what you're currently working on, our brains get distracted. Our brains kind of are like, oh, well, maybe there's a shiny thing over there. or Maybe there's a shiny thing over there. And at the end of the day, we're actually not focusing on one thing at a time. So a fellow copywriter and a former mentor of mine, Ed Gandia, first introduced me to this idea. And I, I'm not sure where he came across it. I think he said he, he got it from someone else as well. But it has been such a valuable and useful and amazing task and skill that I have conquered that has allowed me to do things like create three full marketing campaigns in only three weeks. And it's rather simple on the surface, but it will take a little bit of time to train your mind. And here's what it's called. It's called focus sessions. And it's where you work on one task in a particular pattern. So uh, a lot of people need to, you need to play with this just a little bit to see where your ideal focus time is. Mine is 40 minutes. So I work on one task for 40 minutes. Then I take a 15 minute break. I get up, I go away from my desk, I take a walk, I play a game, I listen to some music, nothing related to work. This is not the time for you to go check your email. This is not the time for, okay, now that I'm done with that, I'll take my 15-minute break from it and go you know, create a quick image for social media or something. No, because those are still multitasking. Even though you only focus on one task for that 40-minute period of time, when you go and then take your brain immediately to something else and you don't go back to it, It's breaking your concentration. I've read so many different studies about this. It's amazing. But one study showed that the average person who works in an office, of course, now our office experience is a little bit different, but the average person who works in an office only works about 2.3 hours a day. Eight hours a day, 2.3 hours of that are actually spent working because of all the interruptions. Someone walks by your desk, someone comes to ask you a question, someone gives you a call, you answer a bunch of phone calls, you uh, suddenly get an email and have to do it ASAP. Whatever those distractions are, 2.3 hours out of eight. That's an insane amount of time lost of productivity because we're not focusing properly. And 40 minutes for a lot of people may not seem like a lot of time, but it really truly is. So some people love Pomodoros. Pomodoro timer is a simpler idea. 33 minutes and 33 seconds. You can use a stopwatch and try that. The person who taught this to me, he uses 50 minutes. So 50 minutes and then a 20 minute break and then another 50 minutes. So you have to play a little bit to see where your concentration level is. But for me, it's about 40 minutes. And at that time, I focus on one task and one task only. I close literally everything else. And these are great to do things that require your own thought or 
not very many different tasks for you to accomplish. So for example, if you want to record five videos and you already have the scripts, it's a great time to do that. Or if you want to write the scripts for five videos or write uh, your emails for the next month or rough out an outline on all the different things that you're going to need to do next, it's a great time to do some heavy duty planning. But you only focus on one thing. And it's amazing how when I started using this early that my mind would wander. I would start you know, getting really into idea or something. And then about 22, 23 minutes in, I'd be like, oh, well, uh, you know, I just have this idea. I should go mess with that idea and come back to this. And if that happens, what you do is you just note the idea down and you keep going. You don't let the idea uh, distract you from what you were doing before. It's really difficult in the very beginning, but very quickly, your, your mind is like a muscle and you can train it. So focus on your marketing for that 40 minutes or that 33, 33, or that 50 minutes or whatever time frame it is. And I do it in a two-hour block. So it's called a focus session. So I do 40 minutes. I walk away from my desk for 15 minutes and I come back for 40 minutes. It's a little bit under two hours, but I'm actually working for 80 minutes and it's amazing how much you can accomplish. I have written eight or nine emails in the course of a focus session. I've written half a sales page in the course of a focus session. I've mapped out an entire campaign in the course of a focus session. When you train your mind to really put your focus on one thing and one thing only for a short period of time, you're incredibly productive. And the really important part is the part where you actually walk away. So that's part number two. Number one is hand off what you can. Number two is focus. Use your focus to make sure you can get your marketing done. And number three is a realistic schedule. It's a realistic schedule. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of people are tempted. They're so tempted. They're like, oh my gosh, I absolutely have five hours a week to work on my own marketing. But then the little things creep in or something big happens and they don't have that five hours set aside. So being realistic in how much time you actually have to not only create your marketing, plan your marketing, put your marketing in place, but also being realistic about how much time you will actually set aside to do your marketing and being realistic about how long tasks take. One of the things that I started doing, which really made a difference, and again, it was difficult at the very beginning to remind myself I needed to do this, but I started tracking my time. And not just for clients, but tracking the time I spent on doing things for myself so that I could get a real sense of how long something actually took. Originally, you know, I was like, oh, well, I, I know, I know about how long that takes. So it took me two hours to write that article. Awesome. It's great. But when I started using this at the beginning to track client tasks, I was finding that while the writing only took two hours, I was forgetting that I was going back and I was editing and then I was reworking and then I would do a final read through and then I had to create the email to send it to my client. I had to create the invoice to send it to my client. And suddenly that really fast article to write, which I loved writing, which was only two hours, was actually taking me three or four hours. It was twice as much time, which of course was lowering how much I was earning. So it's really important to track your time and track the time it takes for you to do the tasks related to your marketing. So let's say you've decided that you're going to go live on Facebook five days a week. That's a great marketing strategy if you can stick to it. 
So not only are you going to track how long does it take you to go live on Facebook, and that includes setting up the live, that includes making sure your camera and your microphone are working and the sound check and the time it takes to actually, you actually go live and the time you spend responding to comments or messages. Also, the time it takes for you to sit down and decide what you're going to talk about. It's the time it takes for you to create the post that's going to remind people to come join you live. All of those different parts are things that are related to the task of going live. So being realistic means tracking your time to make sure you know how long it actually takes you to do a particular task. So you have a real idea of how many hours you need per week to get the bare minimum done for your marketing. And the next part, of course, is being realistic on how much time you actually have to put aside for your marketing. So I'm a big proponent of start small and grow. So you take what you think you don't have, do it in an hour, set aside an hour. And if you find that in an hour, you accomplish a lot, but you do find that you have another hour to spare, then add that on. See what else you can accomplish in that time. But it's really important to be realistic about how long it takes to do a task, how much time you actually have to dedicate to your marketing, and then being realistic about how much time you will actually spend. So it's really easy for us to say, oh, it's just my marketing. It doesn't matter. I'm going to push it aside. So what I do is I have set days to work on my marketing, and I have set time slots to work on my focus sessions for my marketing to make sure that I actually get what I say I'm going to do done. So make an appointment, write it down right now in your calendar. This is your one big action item for the week. Take out your calendar, find an open spot in your calendar and make an appointment with yourself. Add it to Google, add it to Outlook, add it to Apple or iCal. I don't know what the Apple stuff is, but add it to your actual calendar and make it an actual event that nobody else can schedule time for you. No calls, no emails, no, oh, I'll just go check social real fast because I'm working on my own marketing. Make that an appointment that cannot be canceled and do it for the next four weeks, at least one hour. And structure that hour so that the only thing you're working on is your marketing and try and do it so that your marketing is that one task, the big things, right? So writing the big blog post or the Medium article or the LinkedIn article, writing all of the social media posts you're going to use for the next week, writing the scripts for all of your lives, writing the topics for all of your upcoming podcasts, whatever it is, recording your actual podcast, whatever it is that it's going to be. Make sure that you're doing that one task during that one hour that cannot be canceled. You have to be realistic and that's how you get things done. That's how you get your marketing done. So we've covered a lot of different topics, a lot of information. Again, at the very beginning, we talked about the audience conversion method and and action is step five. These are only a few different pieces of how you can take action and plan out that marketing strategy. If you want to learn more about the audience conversion method, I am hosting a masterclass coming up at the end of August. So uh, reach out at contact at the audience converter and I'll set you up with free access to the masterclass. You can learn more about the audience conversion method and how it can work for you. 
So remember, this was a special episode of the Audience Converter podcast. I do these about once a month. It was an Ask Me Anything episode. And if you want to learn more about the Audience Conversion Method, about the upcoming masterclass, if you are wanting to submit a question to be discussed on air, please do reach out to me at contact at theaudienceconverter.com. If you're asking a question, put AMA question in the subject line. Otherwise, just create the subject line you want. And if you are asking a question, remember to give me your name, your business website, and your question so that I can give you a shout out on the show, include your link in the show notes, and give you a little bit of an SEO boost. That's it for today. Thank you so much again for listening. And remember, until next time, keep calm and carry on. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.